From the Los Angeles Civil Rights Department and the Human Relations Commission, welcome to Forward Together. I'm Lisa Ling. Now we're at the 30th anniversary, it's the same shit. When I made Gook, I had no idea, I could have never predicted we would, we would have more rioting in, in Los Angeles because of police. That was Justin Chan, a filmmaker and director of the drama series Pachinko on Apple TV. Justin is Korean American and was 11 years old in 1992 when his father's shoe store in Koreatown was looted on the last day of the civil unrest in Los Angeles. That memory left a deep impression on him. In 2017, Justin wrote, directed, produced, and starred in Gook, a deeply personal film set during the six days of the 1992 unrest in Koreatown. Justin spoke with Victoria Casanova, a visual artist and African-American woman who painted the public mural honoring Latasha Harlins at the Elgin Sutton Recreation Center in Los Angeles. Victoria was born one year after the 1992 unrest, but her mural tells the story of another young girl one year before the uprising. Today, these two artists who had never met before this conversation quickly find a common bond as they share their stories of what it means to depict the events of the unrest through their art for a new generation. So, um, Latasha Harlins, uh, if you're in LA, I know for sure people know the story. It wasn't broadcasted very well um, in 91 at the time uh, throughout the nation. But um, two weeks after Rodney King um, had the video come out that went viral, uh, Latasha was a young 15-year-old girl. She went in to grab orange juice, was shot and killed by the store uh, manager slash owner. Um, she died at 15, um, and the woman was brought to court, was only given community service, didn't uh, serve any jail time or anything, which further contributed to a lot of the uproar that then happened the following year in 92 for the riots. But uh, it was just a tragic, horrible story uh, with Latasha. So the way I did the mural um, was with Netflix. They had a documentary come out called A Love Song for Latasha Harlins. And they reached out to me to do a mural at Algin Sutan Recreation Center, which is a recreation center where her and her cousin and her friends would always hang out all the time. And so it's a really special place to them. They recently got it renamed to Latasha Harlins uh, Park, which is really cool too. Um, but did a mural uh, based on her and based on who she was as a young girl uh, who had dreams and was a person and um, had a lot to give to the world. And so, yeah, I worked with her family and Netflix to create this alongside the documentary. Um, and yeah, that's how I did that. When the LA riots happened, I was 11. And uh, my dad uh, had a store in Compton and um, uh, we got looted during the riots and, and lost everything. Um, and uh, when I made it, it was going to be the 25th anniversary of the LA riots and uh, the uh, Rodney King verdict. And um, I thought it was a really important uh, subject to talk about and specifically from the uh, Korean American perspective. Um, you know, I had heard a lot of projects floating around um, 
trying to be made. I even auditioned for Spike Spike Lee's version. Um, and, you know, never really, I didn't feel like I authentically portrayed the uh, Korean side of it all. Um, but, you know, my film, I, I, I really tried to make it not just, you know, one-sided and very much, you know, it's just as much an African-American film it is, as it is a Korean-American film. So it's, um, you know, it's about a Korean American store owner and his friendship with a uh, young black girl from the neighborhood uh, named Camilla. And um, uh, yeah, I thought it was inc incredibly important. Uh, I knew that if I didn't make something um, from the Asian American perspective, it, it would just get lost. The, is it okay to say the word gook? Like what's the history behind that and how how do you feel about that word itself relative to your history and your family and everything? Yeah, you know, what's crazy about that word is like it's not meant to be it's not meant to be a, a derogatory racial slur. You know, it's um in Korean it, it actually means country, you know, it means country mm -hmm. and it also means soup, you know, and and um it's so crazy how it's kind of like they take in a word that exists in the Korean language and made it into, you know, a racial slur. And, and mm. um, you know, I think it really is just, it depends how it's used. If it's used to describe someone, then yes, it's, it's offensive. But if you're referring to, you know, um, someone's soup, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not. And, and I feel like, uh, you know, and, and there's, there's, saying that like when when american gis would, would step off a boat or the plane in korea you know uh they would say miguk miguk you know and that means america that means mm. but they were saying oh me gook i'm a gook you know and it's like that that's how i think it came about but but they were saying miguk sara which means like american person um and then they took that word and they took it over and started using it towards vietnamese people during the vietnam war and that makes no sense. You oh. know, it's like, it's like, that makes absolutely no sense. You know, you just took like uh, this Korean and it's just, it's just completely based in ignorance. And, and um, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna, that's why I named the film Gook. And I got, you know, for the Korean community, when I put it out there, I got a lot of shit from like older Korean men being like, how could you name your film that? Oh, no. How could you, how could you set us back? You know, we've been called that our, our whole lives in this country. And then my response would be like, well, have you seen the film? Yeah. No, no, I have not. And I'm, I'm, I always say, well, take a look at the film and then let's have a conversation. I'm saying, you know, I named the film Gook because I'm taking, I'm taking the word back. I mean, that's, that's a, an actual word in, our vocabulary why should it be turned into this ugly thing it's something beautiful so cool okay i want to say something about the gook film so i i saw it i think a year after it came out in like 2018 maybe early 2019 and then i watched it again uh the other day and i every time there's this part in the movie that just kills me and this is anyone listening who hasn't seen the film yet this is spoiler alert like major spoiler alert but the part where they're in the hospital and 
uh, Eli and Keith are there. It's after Camilla's shot, and he Keith starts hitting him, and then Keith starts hitting himself or hitting Eli, and then Keith starts hitting himself, and then Eli's like, "No, no, no, stop!" Like every time that part comes up, I lose it. Like I just, oh my god, I feel like that was like just this hopeless human condition amongst within the the social climate of the Korean community relative to the black community at that time. I just think the film portrayed it in such a raw cool way the cinematography was fire um and especially with it all being in black and white i just think it's like such an incredible film so that's cool uh, i didn't know that your dad owned a uh a store during that time too i had no idea about that that makes it even crazier after seeing it yeah um that's why i thought it was important because uh you know i mean i'm a southern california native and and we moved around a bit but but um you know ever since i was young my dad we lived in the suburbs, but my dad drove drove over there every day, and and um, you know it was pretty crazy to see, you know, everything happen like in real time, and then knowing, you know, um, my dad was over there, and then but then you know the the the, the scene you're speaking of, I think um, it was important that it I I emotionally understood all sides you know i i didn't want it to just uh you know and it's like when he starts punching himself it's just the frustration and you know understanding you have zero power over any of anything that's happening and and just you know it just it's just like the internalization of of you know understanding that like god damn there's so many things that that if in situations that were put in that that we just it's just unfair and and frustrating and mm-hmm. i think that um i was hope i was hoping that 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 came across um so thank you for thank you for saying that um yeah yeah no 100%. it makes me cry i mean i i i was there i made it i i watched it like obviously so many times because i had to edit it but every time i i see that scene i it it gets me very emotional too. Yeah, yeah. No, I think like exp- expressing the African American side of it, like it was done so well. To go back to like, you know, your work in the mural, the Latasha La- Harlan's mural, like you know, which is beautiful by the way. I think Thank it's absolutely you. gorgeous. And, and I, I just feel like it was a crazy time, and I even think like, um, that's kind of, you know. The issue at that time was, you know, you had this, you had the Korean community coming into these neighborhoods and, and taking and, and not really being a part of the community and giving back. And then, you know, um, so I, you know, at the time there was so much frustration and I completely understand where all that's coming from. And, you know, Soon Jadu who shot, you know, for the, for people who, who may tune, tune in that don't know, but the person who shot Latasha in the back was a Korean, she was Korean. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so so it's like I and you know she got acquitted too. You know, so it's it's and nobody want like you know even people in the Korean community didn't want that because that's that's you know but it's just showed at the time the criminal justice system was just so unfair and and yeah. just you know that's why the the riots happened because it just felt like it was failing everybody and and um, you know looking. He, Looking at 2022, you know, I'm I'm so happy that at least, you know, our our communities, are, uh, you know, of P, you know POCs, 
are much more aligned now, you know, than we were back then. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, I cannot believe, you know, you know, Rodney King, he was beaten and now we have cell phones and we're watching people get killed. Yeah, I mean, let's see. I, d I did that mural at the end of 2020, actually. It had to be done by January 1st, which was her birthday. Um, I think the challenge was just not getting too sucked into this depressive state of like, wow, I'm working on a mural about something that happened in 90, 1991. And I just came out of like a full summer and year of riots and you know all this crazy crazy stuff i was so sick of like this feeling unsafe feeling like there's no order there's no um justice like ju the justice itself doesn't exist that i that i wanted to focus on latasha in like a more uplifting bright loving way and so i think the challenge was less about what was going on in the I don't know, the outside, but more so like what was going on with me inside with how I was responding to what was going on outside at that time. Because um, I lived, I live in Hollywood. The riots were happening on my street. I couldn't walk outside my house. There were tanks, like National Guard was there. And then after all of that, working on this mural to talk about something, to working on a mural that kind of reminded me that nothing's changed. Um, but yeah, that would, I think that's probably my my challenge with that. I think that was the point because it is something hard to talk about is is you make art so you can talk about it. You know, I think um, putting things out there in a very sort of raw, you know, truthful manner allows people to have to look at the situation honestly and, and have a direct conversation. I think that's maybe one of the reasons why in this country right now we, we have so many fucking goddamn problems is that you got two sides and it's like you nobody's listening nobody is just like taking a moment and trying to understand where the other person's coming from and when you when that happens you know there's no communication and how can things get better as a kid i didn't i wasn't angry at anybody you know as a kid i didn't i didn't think it was anybody's fault and i just just you know um but i did feel like the the verdict even at 11 I, I i knew that that was it just didn't seem right because they kept playing the video the home video of ronnie king getting beat okay mm -hmm. and that's it in no world even for a kid watching it can they justify the four officers getting getting off you know and i i think that as a kid i just I didn't have that kind of hatred in my heart to to hate any community. Um, when I went to go make the film, it was a different sort of thing of, of first of all, reconnecting with my own roots and my family. And, and it gave me an opportunity to talk to my dad. And, and um, I don't know, Victoria, I, I don't know if you know or not, but that guy, Mr. Kim across the street, that's my real dad. That's my dad in real life. <gasps> Get out. You know? Yeah, oh so my was... god and his storyline is like so oh when he pulls up in the van he's like get in and he's like what <laughs> oh my god that's so cool <laughs> it was really cool to be able to talk to him about these sort of deep things and i asked him how he felt mm. and he 
first of all, he didn't understand why I was making the film because he felt it was such a painful period in our history, in our family, that why would you want to bring that back up? And I said, it's very important that we 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 talk about these things so so we can learn from them. And he said, I asked him, I said, are you mad? Are you mad at at you know any of the communities? You know, whether it's a Mexican community or the or the black community. And he's like, no, like I understood everything that happened. What what I am mad is at the government, you know, that mm-hmm. that these people aren't taken care of. And I thought, wow, you know, I never understood my dad even had that sort of understanding. It's like the thing that comes to mind is like, have we changed? You know, I think that we've become progressive with, with as far as like younger generations to, of course, older generations too. We're more interconnected through technology more than ever. Like now we're recording everything on our phones. Like things are way less left under the radar than they were, I think, in the past. Um, but I keep going back to like we're, we're kind of doing these different versions of the same thing over and over again. And so the the riots, the 92 riots, to me, are kind of like a reminder to like keep, for me, it makes me feel like we got to keep pushing and really try to get away from that. Because even during the riots, I think the riots, the 92 riots were 30 years after the uh, I want to say Watts riots in the 60s. So yeah. it's like <laughs> we're just out here repeating ourselves. In that way, it's unfortunate because that's why, you know, I, I was rushing to make Gook because I was like, okay, it's going to be the 25th anniversary. Mm. Now we're at the 30th anniversary. It's the same shit. And I, I, you know, when I made Gook, I had no idea. I could have never predicted we would we would have more rioting in, in Los Angeles because of police, you know, and, and I, I don't know, man, you know, do we need to have another, you know, is it going to be like this every like five years, every 10 years, like of the, you know, the sort of uh, milestones of the, the LA riots. I think it's about, you know, I think we're progressing in so many other ways, you mm-hmm. know, like in, but we're so archaic in in just how we deal with each other. It's so stupid. Like, yeah, <laughs> we have like electric cars, you know, we have like, you know, breakthroughs in medical technology, you know, we have like satellites for Internet anywhere in the world. You could be like, you know, in the Amazon and, and get Internet. Like, why are we so archaic about the way we, we treat each other? You know, and I think thinking about it being 30 years, I just think, man, like, come on, we got to get our shit together. And, and it's about time. It, what? I, but what I'm hopeful for, truly hopeful for, is that when I speak to kids in high school and college, they tend to, they don't see it like the way I, I, I saw it, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of people are much more aware, they're more informed because of the internet and and they'll speak up. I hope they speak up. They'll speak up when, when they see something that's not right going down, and and that's where I think, um, you know, I I think I'm I'm middle aged now, but I think um, the next generation. And I have a daughter, like, uh, you know, I definitely teach my daughter to 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 you know not repeat the same mistakes and and you know love everybody. But like, I think I'm hopeful that. Uh, it is. It is changing. Yeah. It, it is changing. It is changing. It is slowly, in its own way. That's it for this episode of Forward Together. 
Thanks again to our guests, Victoria Casanova and Justin Chan. If you like what we do, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Every positive review helps new listeners find the show. Forward Together is presented by the LA Civil and Human Rights and Equity Department and the Human Relations Commission. The executive producer is Stacy Twilley. The Forward Together team is Courtney Morgan Green, Angelica Montero, Rosa Russell, and Brooke Warshafter. Special thanks to Capri Maddox, Francisco Ortega, Mark Pompanen, and Tajwar Khan. This episode was produced by Hannah Kong and the USC Annenberg School of Communication and Journalism. Our supervising producer was Celine Mendiola. We also had help from producers L. Davidson and Daniel Hamm. Our theme music was composed by Maximus Chan, USC Thornton School of Music. Special thanks to Willow Bay, Maya Ganung, Sebastian Grubaugh, and Willa Seidenberg. I'm your host, Lisa Ling. For more information, visit civilandhumanrights.lacity.org.